Hey there, lovelies. Welcome to my podcast, Carpooling. It's your girl, Alyssa. Just want to start off by saying that this podcast is a safe haven for anyone needing it. This is a space where you can unwind and be your authentic self. This is a space that promotes kindness, respect, and love. And if you cannot do those things, then we don't want you here because we try to show empathy and compassion. I am by no means perfect. None of us are. We are all flawed. But I have the same rights as you to love mine. So today I want to talk about examining your motives. So come on, hop in the car, we're going to go for a ride. We're going to talk about some stuff. And um, I hope that by the end of this carpooling episode, you'll have gained some insight. Um, Maybe ask yourself these questions and it helps you figure some things out. So I've spent a lot of time working on my mental health, staying off social media, because if I don't, I end up playing the comparison game. I've just been spending a lot of time in my Bible to figure out the type of person I want to be. Asking myself questions that I've never been comfortable enough to ask and answering them. What questions are you asking yourself to become the best version of who you want to be? No matter how much we grow, um, there's always room for improvement and further growth. Growing up with my parents, I was always taught to chase your dreams, to have success and work for yourself, be your own boss. Um, Entrepreneur, be an entrepreneur. It's good to, you know, have your own because a job meant being just over broke your whole life. I watched my parents chase one idea over after the next. I've been a part of so many startup businesses that if you paid me a million dollars to name all of them, I'd have a hard time remembering them. I've made flyers, posters, business cards. I've started Facebook and Instagram pages for so many different business ventures. And I thought that this way of life was necessary, that I had to attack the life in this way. But it led me to feeling inadequate because I just thought that if I wasn't pursuing my dreams, if I wasn't doing what I loved doing, I wasn't pursuing my purpose. I wasn't fulfilling my destiny. 
And granted, how could I truly do that when I was being forced into chasing and pursuing my mother's dreams? I was 16, 17, 20, 21, 25 years of age having midlife crisis left and right because I wasn't where I was told I was supposed to be in life. So many people I saw and they were flourishing. They were living their quote unquote dreams. They were getting published in literary journals and writing books and doing the things that I wanted to do getting signed to publishers and getting million dollar book deals. And meanwhile, I was helping my parents follow their dream. I was not having the time I thought I needed to work on my own craft and putting my stuff to the side. And so I left home and I thought I was gonna have time to do that, but in reality, whose timeline am I trying so hard to achieve? No one on this earth knows my destiny. No one knows my purpose. So why am I allowing myself to be led by them? Why am I allowing myself to be jealous of someone else's success and fighting myself so hard, being depressed, being unhappy because I feel like I should have obtained these things already. But everyone accomplishes things in their own time. When I don't know, I'm, I think about people that I admire and how they're doing these things, you know, friend, friends, family. Um, my mom would just randomly send me, oh, check out this person because they're writing. Maybe you could see what they did to get their books published and just constantly being pressured into feeling like I needed to be doing something more than I was. Not knowing how hard that person struggled to get to where they were. Most people attain success in middle age and some even later than that. I've been reading so much lately. Jesus was in his 30s when his ministry started. Abraham and Sarah in the Bible, they were in their 90s, I think, when they had a kid. Moses, he was in his 40s when he um, left Egypt. It's just these people of... Um, importance that shaped our history, you know, um, and, and it, if you don't want to go the biblical route, Martin Luther King and, you know, um, 
CJ Walker, all these people, they didn't get to where they were striving to be until they were in their middle age. And I just turned 30, but because there's such a stigma in our society to be successful, it's so mentally exhausting to constantly have to think and plan and try and figure out how to get to this place. Not everyone using social media is going to become viral and get success overnight. It's rare and it's not promised and it's not really ideal either because so many people put their two cents in there and they want you to stick to whatever you became famous over. It's so much. And I just found myself being overwhelmed with the idea of trying to make myself successful because I was told I needed to be by a certain age. So I've begun to show myself grace. I take each day at a time and realize that great things come to those that wait. The people that I want to be like and I want to follow in their footsteps, it didn't happen overnight for them. I can't expect it to for me either. So one of the first questions I've asked myself is, do I measure my worth by comparing myself with others? I've always measured my worth by comparing myself to others. I was conditioned this way. With my biological siblings, I was always compared to my younger, not my younger sister, because I'm the youngest out of my biological siblings. But I was always compared to the second youngest sister, Yvonne. She was skinny, smart, respectful, and I was the exact opposite. I was always being told that I needed to be more like her. And this only made me feel worse about who I was. And then that happened too when I got adopted. I was always being compared to my sister Summer. And the thing is, is if you make comparisons, you are always going to come out losing. Society purposefully makes beauty standards and success at such a high level that the average person can't attain it. Therefore, forcing us to strive to attain it. And we do that by lining the pockets of those enforcing the beauty standard. We go out and we buy all these things and we go get these um, surgeries and things like that to try to adjust and adapt to whatever the current standard is. And we go into debt to try to get better jobs and to 
build our own business and we take out these loans and it's just reaffirming the system. It only reinforces the pyramid. And that there's nothing wrong with going out and buying makeup or getting a surgery. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, if you're doing it to compare yourself and to try and make yourself level with someone else, then it's not worth it in the end. Because whatever it is you go out to acquire, if you are doing it for the wrong reasons, you're not going to, you're not going to be happy. Happiness is an emotion and emotions are fickle. They are constantly changing from one moment to the next. And so if I do something because I'm trying to improve my quality of life, that's different. I want to better myself. I'm not doing it because someone else tells me that I'm less than. And the only way for me to be more than or equal to that person is by going out and uh, fixing whatever they said is inadequate then I'm not going to be happy. Because if I go out and buy a Louis Vuitton bag because someone else said having a Louis Vuitton bag makes you superior. Now, I had to get in debt to get this Louis Vuitton bag. And at the end of the day, I have this bag. I have this debt. But I don't have happiness because... The problem was inside my heart. And that Louis Vuitton bag can't go in and fix whatever is unhappy in my heart. These objects, these materialistic things, they're out here in the space that we occupy. But the true problem lies within us. It's in our heart. It's in our soul. That stuff can only be fixed through hard work, mental growth, spiritual growth, and the dedication that you need to put in to heal. So no amount of alcohol, food, sex, none of that stuff is going to fix it. Joy. Joy is not an emotion. It's a lifestyle. Peace is a lifestyle. No matter how things are, if you have joy and you have peace, it's still going to be there. Not to say that you won't get shaken and you may not get sad or things may not arise that kind of unsettle you, but you'll be able to go back to that joy and that peace. 
we each have redeeming qualities about ourselves. So there's no need to compromise to try and make yourself measurable for someone else. I offer something that is uniquely me, and so do you. Something that only we can provide because it comes from us. There's, there are, whatever is inside of me, only I can provide it because it's coming directly from me. I don't have what society tells me I should. I, let me rephrase that. <laughs> so, to lessen myself because I don't have what society tells me I should, well, it's beginning to lose its appeal for me. And I hope after listening to this podcast, you'll start to feel that way too. Am I motivated by a desire to view myself as the best at whatever I do, or do I just want to seem better than someone else? That's another question that I've asked myself recently. For years, all I wanted was to be amazing. I wanted people to envy me, to realize that I was special and that they shouldn't have mistreated me the way that they did. I wanted to be the person that everyone else wanted to aspire to. Now I see that I am the only person standing in the way of me being my best self. I have nothing to prove to anyone else. No matter how many times I fail at the things I do, I won't quit. I'm determined to be someone that younger me can be proud of. That younger me can say it was all worth it. That we would do it over again to get to that version of ourselves. I'm not perfect. And I definitely don't have it together. There are some days where I am so incredibly happy and I will find myself crying because I know that life is not easy. It gives you a million reasons why you should just stay in bed why you should just give up, why you should just stop trying. I know I was there. I was giving and doing the bare minimum. But I also know what I deserve. I also know what this world deserves. A chance to see themselves the way that they should be seen. We are all beautiful. We are all worth a beautiful life. But it's about wanting it and reaching out 
and taking it for yourself. Before I peace out, I'll leave you with this. Now more than ever, it is imperative to leave the world better than you found it. Our world is experiencing destruction, chaos, world wars, diseases, and so many other fatal outcomes. We are purposed with being better than the previous generation, and yet we seem to fail overall each time. It will not matter how you looked or how much money you made in the grave and death. We are all the same. It is final. This life is the only one we have, and we should do our best to examine our motives, to align them with things that positively impact our world and unite us. It takes courage to look inside yourself and accept that beautiful mess that is there, to be okay with whatever space you are existing in. It doesn't make you any less of an amazing person because you don't exist on the same frequency someone else does. Walk to the beat of your own heart. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Carpooling. It was such a pleasure um, diving into some of these questions, and I hope that it helps you examine your motives. I will see you. I will be back next Tuesday for more carpooling. Bye.